You are not to discuss this matter amongst yourselves. We don't submit reports or ask approval for specific operations, if that's what you mean. We are an autonomous department. Any questions? Podcasting from an abandoned subspace relay orbiting Bryson. This is Section 31, gathering intelligence for you on Star Trek CCG. Now reporting in, operatives Dan and Rogue. They know all the secrets that you hide. Welcome to <laughs> Section 31, episode number 333. Three, three. I'm Dan Hammer. And I am Rogue Schindler. This week... We're probably going to talk about Star Wars, honestly. We just both got back from Star Wars Celebration. Um, it's been a long four or five day weekend. Um, did you go to work today, or did you fly back today? Uh, I worked from home today. Right. We flew back. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I actually did. Oh, okay. uh, I, I was so looking forward to calling in sick um, and just or, or taking the day off, but... Um, uh, Caitlin's mom work uh, watches the baby Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and she is out of town this week. Oh, so you had work so, to do. Um, not only that, well, and my my uh, my group is doing a release, so I had to go in and test, and it was a good thing I did because it's super buggy, and we're not releasing on Wednesday like we thought so. Um, at any rate, I, I've been awake most of the day. How about you? I uh, I got back actually at a reasonable hour. I left before closing ceremonies uh, Sunday, um, so I missed the last panel. Uh, but I got back to San Diego by you know seven o'clock, so that was nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I saw the line you posted, the line picture you posted. That was insane for being pre-closing. Yeah, Southwest was not organized in Orlando, and I'm glad I got there earlier than I needed to be because it was a one-hour snaking back and forth line. To drop off luggage, and luggage I did drop off. Usually I travel uh, light, but I had, I had, uh, what I calculated, 180 pounds of luggage going out, whew. with two bags and two carry-ons. Thankfully, we gave away much of that stuff, uh, but about, you know, 60, 70 pounds of stuff did come back with me. Uh, mostly my own, <laughs> something we didn't <laughs> give away. So I was there to do another race uh, that you helped play test the weeks before so that was awesome um that went very well you were there to work backstage yep we worked the uh the not celebration stage the galaxy stage which in years past has been the digital stage um but i guess they they sort of redistributed the events this year so it was less apt to be named the digital stage which was generally focused on animation and gaming and, you know, everything you would expect in the, from the digital side of Star Wars. And uh, we actually got some of the bigger panels, which was both nice and less nice from a working perspective. Yeah, I didn't see you at all until the day I had free time and I wanted to go see a panel and it happened to be on that stage. Uh, and I didn't have a wristband, so <laughs> I was lucky to get in. Turns out they let a lot of extra people in. Um, how packed were the shows? Uh, the shows were packed. It was rough. Um, it was the the only good thing about the way they set it up, not the only good thing, but as far as the big shows were concerned, uh, there were basically one giant show a day, and it was also always the first show of the day. Yeah. So first, Thursday was the 40th anniversary panel, which kind of doubled as the opening ceremonies uh friday was the la uh, the last jedi panel saturday was the rebel sneak peek panel so um those were all 
very big, very uh, difficult to get into. People camped out overnight and still didn't get in. And there was rest band fiascos. And um, it was it was very complicated. And I'm glad I didn't have to stand in line or deal with part of it. But we did help manage the house and manage backstage. And um, um, that basically meant we it was really intense in the morning. And then it kind of went downhill from there. So by, uh, by afternoon, usually we were feeling a little better. Um, the early days we stuck around because there was rehearsal for the big morning panel the next day, um, which was something new that didn't, that didn't really happen very often previously. That's, I feel like that's Disney's hand in things. What was there live people in your hall for those big events? Uh, for many of them, yes. Okay. So they some of them were simulcast into all of the halls. Like the uh, but the 40th anniversary uh, panel was in our hall. The last Jedi panel was in our hall. Oh, so my. I didn't realize that. I thought they were. I thought that was a bigger hall. That was that the biggest hall. Uh, the quote unquote main stage, the celebration stage, is a theater style and so in years past that is has been where all the big panels have been but when it comes down to it the problem with a theater style room is that is the configuration there is no moving it around whereas um, the stage where i was at was is more much more like comic-con or something where it's a bunch of ballrooms uh connected and they put a bunch you know they have as many chairs as they can fit and from what i hear because i this is the first time i've been to one in florida but it's the same room they used for this stage previously but they added a ballroom last florida and they added another ballroom this florida so it's basically doubled in size it went from being two ballrooms to three ballrooms to four ballrooms and so now it's it was huge they could fit more people in so that's where the bigger events were that's Epic. I was in one of the overflow rooms for the first two big panels on uh, Thursday and Friday for the you know, the 40th and the the Force Awakens or the the Last Jedi panel. I was in the digital stage. We have got a lot of we got a lot of friends who were working and they were behind that stage. And it happened to be directly adjacent to the bounty hunt uh, mustering location. So our rooms block, our three room oh, block, nice. was right across the hallway from there. So we could go inside the back the back backdoor area you know the state uh, behind the scenes sure yeah follow that hallway three doors down and then come back in say hi to our friends and then kind of just meander out the side and then once the lights went down <laughs> we, we stood up the first day we got seats the second day we were it was standing room only which sure apparently is not entirely legal but we stood anyway and uh <laughs> got to see that so that was that was entertaining but you you were in the actual room with the actual people then yes and in some cases we were in the actual backstage with the actual people or in the green room with people it was it was kind of a surreal experience because uh we were there wednesday to check in they had rehearsal for the 40th anniversary that night uh rehearsal usually meant the mc and some stand-ins uh occasionally a couple people who were actually going to be on the panel but i remember we were waiting and waiting and waiting for rehearsal to start and we didn't we were just like okay whatever we're keeping laura entertained and uh you know running errands rarely but mostly just you know a lot of stage work is hurry up and wait and then when you're needed you're needed uh but i walked back to get something to, to water bottle for lara from the stroller backstage and i was like i caught a figure out of the corner of my eye and i was like man i didn't know caitlin's dad was coming to this and then, <laughs> and then i was like that's not caitlin's dad 
<laughs> and so I went back out and I was like, oh, well, I guess George is here. <laughs> and uh, and it was a big secret. Uh, you know, we uh, and now that was suddenly clear because I, I just thought it was Disney being overprotective, but they had made us all sign NDAs and they closed the room down. Nobody in or out for the duration of rehearsal. So um, when they brought him out, like, oh, OK, that's why. And then, you know, they're like, OK, and then we're going to bring out, you know, Tony and Peter Mayhew and uh, uh, Billy D and they're going to sit over here and then we're going to talk to Mark. And then when, when Harrison comes out, we're like, wow. Oh my God, this place is going to go crazy. Cause they only announced like half of those people. Yeah. Well I was, so my, uh, my partner in crime for the bounty hunt, James apparently had heard from someone who heard from something or heard someone that there was a list of names somewhere on a green room or something like that. And those two names were on it. <laughs> but so I, you know, I, I had a little bit of uh, uh, warning that you know that was going to happen. The third surprise, though, uh, that was impressive. So you were in and, the same room as that happening. Yes, and that was amazing. And I and that was even cooler because I didn't know about it. Oh. Like um, they, we knew there was an orchestra that the because of the way as I mentioned, it's a ballroom. So there's the stage in the middle and then they have these two diagonal curtains from the stage kind of outward to the wall to create backstage space because it's not actually a stage. It's a, it's a big block room that we have to turn into a, a theater. Uh, and so you you just look at it and you're like, okay, your brain processes as, as a theater, that's backstage stuff. That's where they're doing stuff, whatever. But an entire side of that had all been set up as an orchestra space, music stands and chairs and everything like that's going to be so cool. They're going to have a live orchestra play out the 40th anniversary panel. Uh, and then not only did it, they open it up and it was John Williams standing there as we're rushing to the back to give out posters. And I'm like, you know, freaking out. Holy crap. Um, but this was after Kathleen Kennedy and George Lucas had both given really heartfelt tributes to Carrie Fisher and they brought out her daughter, Billy Lord, and she introduced, uh, with her own great tribute, a video tribute that everybody has probably seen online now that was also really heart wrenching. And then there's this surprise. It's John, John Williams. We're going to play live music. And then they go into Leia's theme. <laughs> it's like, could you just just kill me now? You know, <laughs> you don't know, make 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 it quick. You don't have to, you know, keep twisting the knife in my heart. Um, and uh, and then uh, of course, which was amazing. And and then we got to sit there and listen to that. Um, that was probably the best surprise ending because we had to go out front, but you could hear it through the doors. So we we didn't really miss anything being outside. Um. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, they 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 did Leia's theme, then they did the, the the Star Wars main theme that goes into the Star Wars end credits. Yeah. Uh, or you know the closing for uh, for <laughs> New Hope, and then they did the Imperial March, which was yeah. just amazing. Uh, and the, wow, there was a and there was a, a a crew guy, like an actual hired crew guy, standing inside the doors. We were outside, and each time a song ended, he enthusiastically came out through the doors open and locked them and was going to do the second door. And then they started playing another one and he went back and closed the doors. And when they did the emergency or the emergency, the Imperial March, he literally like threw his arms up in the air. 
and just left it open. It's like, yes, just leave it open. We want to hear the Imperial March. Yeah, that was even in the the rebroadcast room, the the behind the scenes behind the scenes stage. Uh, that that was amazing. Um, yeah. There were so many people in the room, and every one of them, you know, when we were clapping, it's like they, they can't they can't hear us clap. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're 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 in, we're in a rebroadcast room. We're very far away. You know, but you're conditioned. But we're conditioned, and I was clapping because everyone was clapping, and we were all clapping for each other, you know, and making just, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, it's like clapping in a movie theater, yeah. you know. So I didn't clap for much. I clapped when Harrison Ford came up because, uh, you know, that was amazing. Yeah. I clapped, I, and when John Williams was there, I was like, well, I, I, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. And when Harrison Ford came out and hugged Peter Mayhew, <laughs> that was that was precious. Like, oh, co pilot. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really uh, an impressive panel, and it was a lot of fun. It was, <laughs> they were just kind of jerking around through it in, in rehearsal, and uh, but uh, it was a lot more entertaining in person when they were, you know, kind of taking it seriously, which I guess makes sense. I didn't really know what to expect from George because he's so George. I really liked, uh, was it Dave Filoni that kept talking in yes. George's voice? Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. Oh, uh, he did a. Uh, so as an aside to this, so we're going to go chronologically, but so I don't forget because it's related to that. Um, he was on, or he was sort of helping moderate the heroines panel because it was about kind of characters he had done, Ahsoka and Sabine, uh, and then they brought out Ray. Uh, they brought out um, Daisy Ridley briefly, uh, and they showed them these this new line of really cool sort of action figure slash barbie dolls that they made of their characters but they're all like really well made and they're like dolls they're not barbie dolls but they're they're dolls that kick ass (laughs) you know they're not weird barbie proportions or anything they're they're really well it's very cool but dave just he's like because amy who had come over to guest host for it was like oh we're i'm gonna show you all your dolls and he gave them to Daisy and to um, Tia and to Ashley. And then Dave's like, hey, wait, 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 where's my, where's my, you said everyone, you know, where's the, where's the little cowboy hat doll, the little, little director's chair. And, you know, and, and he just kept going back to it. And it, it, it should have been obnoxious, but it was just funny. And it was like, wait, it's okay. You know, they, they have their action, but, but don't you think there should be, it could be a moderator doll. We could be a two pack, a moderator doll and a director doll. And it, you could pull the leg and it says faster, more intense. <laughs> nice. Uh, and you could like, you could put a little plaid shirt on it or you could take that off and put a little cowboy hat on it. And, you know, you could. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Uh, yeah. So that was Thursday morning. I think I went yeah. right from that uh, back to our room because we were launching the first race. Uh, we there was a little bit of a snafu. Um, our advertising didn't go up as early as we wanted. However, when av- when the sign ups did go up, they also didn't cap the number of teams that could sign up. We're supposed to be capped at eighty. Uh, oh my! And they didn't cap it at all. So ninety five teams showed uh, pre pre registered. We we cap it. We have capacity for a hundred teams. We cap it at eighty because a lot of people flake. Uh, but with ninety-five teams pre-signed up, we had five walk-ups, and then we had to start turning people away because 
we didn't know uh, if all the other teams were going to show up. So we only had, right. uh, by the end of the day, I think uh, that day we had 54 teams of the 100 capacity. I don't know how many turned away, so unfortunately. But it was still uh, a, an auditorium full of people. Um, our room was a little smaller. We only <laughs> turns out we only had capacity for 350 people of, you know, what could have been 400, but that's fine. I was going to say, that method doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but uh, the launch was great. Um, the the difficulty of the puzzles was was pretty much spot on. We had one team solve all of them, uh, all the puzzles, and get back on time. Uh, wow! The second, third, and second through fourth, the fifth place didn't get them all. Uh, there was a tie for second and third in points, so it was down to time. And the same at fourth and fifth, I think. So that was great. Um, at, but at least one team solved everything, so that means all our puzzles worked, right? Uh, and. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we, everyone else was stumped by the super hard stuff, so that was great. Um, but a lot of teams had a lot of points. They were just missing one or two. Uh, sure. So they, they, you know, complaints about, oh, then we had to go all the way over there, and then we had to throw bean bags. <laughs> no, those were thermal detonators you were throwing. Whatever. <laughs> but, you know, everyone was we, – we got donations from all a lot of the different books places, so we had books to give out. We had – toys for kids you know we had watches and hats and sunglasses all, all the just random star wars stuff that you can get on the floor we had donations for so sure. it was awesome uh and then uh after that was over it was like well uh we're exhausted we have another race to do tomorrow so we started packing stuff up and then and then headed off um uh, what was the rest of your thursday like after the big panel in the morning um that's a great question <laughs> I'm trying to remember that far back. Um, Thursday. Did you make it to the con floor at all? Uh, I did briefly. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was a music panel. Uh, the music of Rogue One, which is uh, Dave Collins sort of an analyzing how it got put together, which is very cool, but um, not something I felt like I needed to be there in person for. Sorry, David. Um and so I'm totally going to go walk back and watch that though. Cause he always has really great insights to it. I remember seeing his empire strikes back panel, um, two years ago and it was, ah, okay. it was really cool. Um, but, and then before that, there was definitely something that we were in there for. I, I know the last panel was John Knoll and, uh, uh, discussing the, no making of rogue one was Friday, but John Knoll had his own panel. Uh, on Thursday, uh, but yeah, wow, it's it's been a long week. <laughs> yeah, uh, so the Lego booth has these uh, build and take little things. So I got myself a uh, Millennium. Oh, Falcon. that's cool. Yeah, put that's... that together. At when the last celebration, it was a different one each day. So one day you get a Tie Fighter, one day you get a Falcon, you get a Y Wing. Uh, unfortunately, uh, every day was the same. So here's oh. another Millennium Falcon. Uh, <laughs> So uh, this was, yeah, another YT-1300. On the last day, I got bored and made myself a YT-2000 uh, with the cockpit in the middle because, you know, uh, what are you going to do? Anyway. I was going to say, were you able to make a 2400? But that seems like it would be harder with those few pieces. Yeah. I, I probably could have put something together. Yeah, now I'm looking at it, I probably could have doubled up uh, the, the piece on the side. But it was the last day when I made the... It was kind of disappointing to come back the next day being all excited. What's it going to be today? It's the same thing. On the, <laughs> on the other side, they had these huge bins of just basic building blocks, you know, like the, the two-by-four tall pieces. 
and right. they had instructions to make what was a big rectangle, and then you put a lid, ac- uh, you know, top across it. And in effect, you were making a giant Lego block that was, you know, this big. And then they had bins over there, and when you take them over there and put them in the bin, they've got people making a Millennium Falcon that's as big as the living room here out of oh. those big blocks. So, I got to say, I put together parts that went into that big Millennium Falcon. That was kind of cool. <laughs> nice. So, like a big group build. That's exactly. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, got the, the mass is making the big pieces, and then the, the master builder is taking those pieces and putting them where they need to be on the big thing. So, that was fun. I did that on Thursday night. That was great. Because the, the, the race finished, the floor was open till like 7 o'clock every night. So, that was amazing. Yeah. Unexpected. Yeah. We got down for like an hour uh, after Dave Filoni's panel. That was a, he had his own solo panel just talking about Clone Wars and, and Rebels. Um, but I think we were working while he was talking most of the time. So I don't really, that's why I don't really remember much of it. But um, we did get down to the uh, floor for a little while. I think we mostly just took pictures of, uh, I was wearing my Poe costume. So I was like, let's go over here and take pictures with the Lego Poe and the Lego BB-8. And the the BB-8 car, uh, uh, I got the, I got the jacket for Christmas, which was awesome. So I was in jacket poke because that was easy for first day. Uh, and then like Saturday when we were in pilot, I was in pilot poke. We were all pilot families. So it was like we did the same thing. We go to all the same spots and take pictures. It's like we're not spending money. There's like with the lines for the the photo op areas were too long, so it was like it was it was tough to to decide where to spend a little bit of a, a time. The Lego building really look cool though um uh, and you know thursday we were just kind of get the lay of the land so uh, i i did go get uh made i made sure and got a big plastic case so i could uh bring home the protect well protected the the 40th anniversary poster that they gave out which was a nice tribute yeah nice um those were very very nice and i got to see jason palmer uh, new celebration print. He's the uh, the artist that I constantly am pushing. Uh, so that was cool. But yeah, we most of our. Uh, I, it's cool to hear what what you saw out there because most of our time was like kind of walking around in a daze, going, "Oh, that looks cool. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, do I, we were probably missing a bunch of stuff." There was another booth that I stopped at. They had uh, socks, ladies' socks, for five dollars a pair. And uh, if you buy five, you get the sixth one free. So De- Debbie and Cordelia have all new socks. <laughs> oh, man, that's really cool. I wish I'd seen that. I would have sent Caitlin over there. I found one place that had socks, but they were like 20 bucks a pair. Like, that was the booth I found later. And I was like, well, I could have bought one nice pair of socks or six, <laughs> you know, pairs of socks that may not last quite as long. But, you know, you get the variety. You get the Wookiees and the, the, the you know, the random stormtroopers and all kinds of stuff. So that was yeah. Cool. Uh, I think that was that was probably the only thing I bought on the convention floor. I was looking for a book, but uh, the copies of Thrawn were apparently limited uh. to like fifty a day, and I wasn't getting in on that raffle. So uh, I figure I'll uh, I'll either finish reading the books in my queue now, and then just pick up a copy, or at Origins, I bet Tim will have some on his desk. You know? Oh yeah, I'm uh, sure. I could buy it directly from him, get him to sign it. And, uh, you know, everything will be fantastic. Yeah, that's the, totally the way to go. I think I can put it off until then, yeah. As long as you, as long as you don't care about getting a special cover. Yeah, I think that that's probably... I, I, and I saw someone reading the special cover on the plane 
flight back on Sunday. <laughs> like, oh, you. All right, well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was always, I, I'm constantly, I feel like we say this after every con, I'm constantly amazed by how underestimating all of these retailers are. Like, they just never, like, if you really want it to be, to be that exclusive, okay, fine. You're a dick, but fine. But to, but to constantly, and they and admit, they admit it, underestimate the demand for something, you know, it shouldn't be, you know, if it's a convention exclusive, there should be enough for everybody at the convention. And yes, not everybody at the convention is going to want to buy it, but if you have a 50,000 attendee convention, then, you know, 500 copies of a book is not going to be sufficient. Yeah, especially when the authors are signing and, you know, attending panels and marketing the thing. And it's a character that just yeah. is showing up on the popular TV series I've got now. And it's a very strong tie to the old expanded universe. Yeah. You know, draws in old fans, new fans, everyone. So, And they had this. So uh, apparently this was not new this year, although I thought it was. I was completely oblivious to it last year. But Disney, being Disney, uh, implemented like a pin trading star Wars pin trading thing for the convention, uh-huh. uh, which was news to me. I was like, okay, pins, that's cool. I'll get the ones I like. And then I made the mistake of wearing them. And it was like, Oh, can I trade you for that? Could I trade you for that? It was like, no, I want these. These are mine. Go away. Um, but it, you know, in addition to having them for sale at the store, there were sets you could buy. And then they had blind packs where you can only get certain ones. Like, yeah, I know. Right. I, I so scored. There were 10, there are 10 pins in blind packs. They come in packs of two. I wanted exactly one. That's not true. I, I I could go for like two or three of them, but the one I really wanted was in there and I got it. I got one pack and I got it. I was like, done. But they also had probably half a dozen as exclusives for retailers on the floor. Oh, interesting. And, so you had to make your... The, wow. Yeah, and, and the only way to get this goddamn Grand Admiral Thrawn pin was to go not only go to the Del Rey booth but to get a book and have it signed and then you got the pin that's bullshit <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much like uh, I mean that was because that, that was like I, I don't know if I need the exclusive maybe I'll get it uh, just a regular copy and I'll have Tim sign it later like you said uh, but then I was like oh well I kind of want that pin Oh sure, I'll buy the book here, and then you know to get so like something that people already want. They may not want the pin, but they want the book, or maybe they want the book, but they don't want the pin. And so, like I super scored, and uh, a friend of ours, Sam, uh, had it because he got the book, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, if you like," I, I had been telling that story, and he was like, "Oh well, I, I have it right here. Do you want it?" I was like, um, don't you? He's like, "Well, it's cool, but when I get home, I'm going to put it in a jar, and I'm never going to look at it again." So. If you want it, here. So nice. That's the only reason I had it. Uh, yeah, all of those were just like Comic Con. You know, you had to be there first thing, first day. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, yeah, interesting ploy. Um, at ce- apparently at Celebration in uh, in 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 Europe and England, uh, the last one they did, the con had exclusive uh, coins to collect. That was the thing that they did uh. because we had, we were gifted, you know, several hundred bounty hunt coins that said bounty hunt on one side and, you know, the celebration on the other. Cool. Um, 
and we we wanted something like that to give out this time, so we had uh, some poker chips made. Do I have any left? Yeah, here's one. So we had these chips made to give it out the race. Say uh, Star Wars Celebration on one side, and then they have our Bounty Hunt logo on the other. And I thought they came out really nice. And that is really sweet. Yeah, they're nice and hefty, and uh, they remind me. Uh, well, I stole the idea from the uh, Vegas Con that Decipher did all those years ago because we used those for poker chips for years. Oh right? yeah, all over, all the time. That was my five point bonus. Exactly. So uh, now we got a handful of these to use. And I see no reason not to do this again. I mean, it was a little costly on our end, but you know, we'll we'll pass that on to uh, on to Disney next time. And uh, <laughs> you know, next year we'll get some red ones, and then maybe we'll get some blue ones. And before you know it, I'm going to have my own poker chip set <laughs> with the leftovers. But now this is going to be great. Uh, I think it's something we'll do in the future because it's 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 perfect. It's a little memento and. Everyone was happy to get one because you could just slip this into your pocket. It's not some giant poster that you got to roll up and try to save. It's yep. it's got it's got heft to it, but it's not heavy, unless you're carrying home forty five hundred <laughs> of them. But you know, uh, yeah, they, they add up. Yeah, literally. Uh, but yeah, but no, I think they're I think they're great. This is a, this was my, even though I'm the one responsible for it. It's one of my favorite uh, little. Things because you could flip them to people and say sorry about the mess. You know you could do. It. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Speaking of, uh, at the conclusion of Sunday's race, we had decided that if I'm going to make a, a costume for next time, it's going to be woo her. <laughs> no blasters! No blasters! Exactly, and it's just a simple tunic, right? A scowl, and yeah. uh, maybe a cup. You know, one of those frosty cups that they've got. That's going to be it. <laughs> now you just hand the cup. Uh, over. That's great. Uh, anyway, uh, so back to that was that was Thursday. Uh, Thursday kind of wrapped up. Did uh, ooh, Thursday? There was something going on Thursday night. Uh, movies? Were there movies? I'm I'm looking at my calendar. I think it was Thursday did you, night. Uh, did you go to the uh, the princess uh, the, the the what's it the Carrie Fisher gala? That oh the gala I walked by it I I did not go we, we were re- remembering two years ago and how every, every night we got done with our stage we wanted nothing more than to get back to our hotel room um, and maybe stop by a food truck on the way um, we we figured doing it with a a baby was going to be you know zero chance of of wanting to do anything after hours so we we didn't want to commit even though Caitlin was kind of vaguely interested in it. She she was like, no. But it seemed like a great idea. It was and, very well put together. Um, I, uh, I I remember hearing, hey, there's going to be food there, which is great because, <laughs> you know, uh, we were wrapping up and it was like 7 o'clock and it started, it was like 7.30 to 10.30 or something like that. So I was heading back, uh, but I, I couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't wait. So I stopped and got some dinner, which was, which was a good choice for reasons in a bit. But... Previously, I had, I had seen, uh, I think it was uh, Mary Franklin had sent out this email. It was, a, it was a blog post that said, these are the things that I wouldn't miss if I were an ent- attendee. And one of them was that, one of those was this gala. Well, one, of the oh, other cool. things was, one of the other things was the bounty hunt, which was awesome. But <laughs> uh, So this this gala, and it said something about get your tickets now before they run out. So I'm looking, it was like 40 bucks for a ticket. I'm like, well, you know, it's going to a good cause. It was a you know charity thing. And I'm sure at least one or two of my friends are going to go. Sure, I'll buy a ticket. 
And I found out later that, uh, you know, several of our friends were going. James and Whitney went, and a couple other people went. So it was good. Great. Uh, So I went back to the hotel, got my my R2-D2 mask and my blue tie and, you know, a nice shirt and everything. (coughs) Um, I got there, and it was all fried food and pay for drinks. So they they really set that up correctly for a, uh, you know, marketing perspective. However, uh, the one drink that I did buy was fantastic. And uh, I'm getting the recipe for it because it was some kind of uh, champagne and bourbon and something else. And it was only need one, uh, but it was really, <laughs> really well done. And it belongs at the bar. Um, and, and nothing else, the Club Jade bar going forward. Uh, so I've, I've made arrangements to get my hands on that. Since James was on the, uh, the committee to put the thing together, uh, he tells me he can get it. So that's good. Wow. Uh, but they had, they had, uh, very, they had, I think, they had three uh, podcast groups that were podcasting a lot or talking a lot, any one way or the other. They had people coming up and talking about, you know, what Carrie Fisher meant for them over there. Um, it was loud, but there were just plenty of place to mingle around, and uh, like I said, lots of food, salty as it was, fried as it was. It was nachos and deep fried egg rolls and all kinds of stuff. Um, and uh, it was the, the the weather was perfect. Uh, it was just a, a, a nice evening. There were parts that were loud, but there were parts that were, you could actually talk to the person standing next to you. So it was a pretty good time. Uh, I think I stayed there for a few hours. And there was, cool. a, there was a raffle and an auction stuff going off. And, and again, everything for, you know, some, some charity or another, I'm sure. And that was at the Rosen? At one of them, yes. <laughs> okay. So yeah, cause... There, there, there's two Rosens on flanking the convention center, which is a hideously long building, right? Uh, oh, yeah. I was staying at the Rosen Plaza, which was on the right side, and this oh, was yeah. at the oh. Rosen whatever on the far left side. That's <laughs> fine. I certainly got my steps in for the day. Because that Rosen, where it was, it was on the way from us to our hotel, actually to the Walgreens and then to the hotel because we wanted to stop and get some supplies. Um, so we ended up walking past it uh, as it was, you know, in progress, and it was, it, you know like oh that looks really cool not like i'm gonna stop because I'm, I'm exhausted but it was really cool to see everybody really getting into the spirit of it everybody in like really cool dressed up but star wars you know inspired yeah. there was a, uh, it, know. there was a spectrum of i'm just gonna go in a costume a leia costume or some kind of a loot costume or something like that all the way to i'm wearing almost a tuxedo you know and yeah. there, there was there were maybe one or two people, you know, in shorts and a t-shirt, but most people got the message that it was a nice, a nice, yeah, a nice Star person. Wars former well formal wear. Yes. Uh, dress. Uh, there, there was some phrase "dress up" or "come in costume" or "come something like that," but it was put well put together. Uh, reasonable. Had I not eaten, I probably would have been able to eat enough food there to make me happy. Uh, oh, that's right. There were like sliders, there were beef and chicken sliders and all kinds of stuff. So. Uh, I would have been happy, but I'm glad I ate beforehand because, uh, yeah. on the whole, though, it was a good event, and would do, oh. would would recommend whoever put it on. I would recommend them doing it again because it was it was well put together. As a contrast, I <laughs> uh, the next night was Saturday night, or uh, next night was Friday, Friday night. night. On Saturday night, so strike what I said about the next night. On Saturday night, I was heading back to the hotel pretty late because we had done a bunch of stuff and there were some troopers getting into the ho- the elevator with me just bitter and complaining about how poorly 
the five hundred first party was run. Did you you have heard anything about this? Uh, I heard a little bit about it. I heard that it was a hundred bucks to get in this year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that got you in the door and nothing else. They apparently ran out of food within minutes of the doors opening up because they bought food for fifty and they've invited you know five hundred. And uh, they, needless to say, the, the, these troopers were not happy, and they were big guys. <laughs> they, they, they were wearing stormtrooper armor. They were, they were big stormtroopers. Uh, but yeah, unhappy, unhappy with how that event went down. The uh, drowning in moonlight event, uh, went over very well. They had everything together. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's actually a good thing that we did not uh, commit to going to that because uh, we definitely would have missed a chunk of it, if not more, if we had been uh, doing what we were supposed to be doing, which was working the rehearsal for the next morning, which was the Last Jedi panel. Uh, we we had a not even a short break. I, I I took my costume in a in a suitcase that day, and I had to roll it back with me because I never had time and uh, to wear it. Uh, granted, is my the most complicated costume I took, so it would have taken me some time to get into. But um, uh, that night was the, the, the with the rehearsal. There wasn't any of the actors there, but at least at, at first that we know of. But they started with a couple of rehearsals with the host. Now, uh, each of the morning, uh, David Collins was the host for our stage. He did most of the panels there. But for some reason, he was not the host because they, they had the big panel on our stage for whatever it was. They had the main person hosting that. But we knew it wasn't Warwick Davis. We knew it wasn't David. We're pretty sure it wasn't Amy. They just kept talking about the MC or the moderator. And we're like, who the heck is running this? Uh, the Last Jedi panel. And they were running through the dialogue uh, just with stage of like, this is the cheesiest, like who that, like, th- what is this crap? Like nobody's going to, okay, whatever. And then Josh Gad showed up and started running it. And I was like, Oh, this makes so much more sense now uh, in the context of all of the videos that he's done with Daisy. If you haven't seen them, you can look them up. It's, yes. It makes a lot more sense. Uh, and then like with his, demeanor his character and sense of humor he totally pulled it off better than the random crew guy who was just trying to run the line so that they could see it get the pacing of everything um but uh that was that that made so much more sense and before they did that when they were running with the random crew guy um we as i mentioned our job is a lot of hurry up and wait and so i had lara walking around on the edge of stage during the opportunity that she had. And then they're like, okay, we're going to run BB eight rehearsal. And he comes rolling out. And I'm like, I thought they're just going to talk through it. Cause they had been doing noises and stuff, but no, the, the B, the BB eight. Wow. That's awesome. Comes rolling out with the, with the, the, the guys who control it. And, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to take you and move you. <laughs> and so I sat her, Remove the baby sat her on the BB eight stage. <laughs> so I set her on the edge of, uh, on the, on the floor by the edge of stage but bb8 comes rolling over and and you know tips his head down and looks down at her and the the controller guy was having so much fun where he's like it's like no it's okay we'll get out of your way he's like like well you know you are bb8's favorite you know it was so hilarious and so surreal and uh you know had a little interaction and she's just looking up with this kind of smile like 
So like, she's never going to remember that, but it, we will. It was hilarious. And not only that, but like everybody at the stage, nobody is talking to the, you know, it's kind of like a, like Yoda or a pup, you know, for the puppeteers or whatever. Nobody's talking to the guy doing the controls. Everybody is talking. Okay. BB, we're going to bring you over here. I'm going to put this tape down for you. BB eight. Can you see that? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, I, like I always feel bad for them, but I know they always, they take it as a compliment because it's a, it's a, you know, tribute to, to how good uh, of a performance they're giving that, you know, people believe it's a real character, but it was so entertaining to watch him roll around and everybody talking to the droid. And we're going to come over here and we're going to have this and interact with you. And then when they did it with Josh Gad, he's running, you know, they had a little gag with him that they did in the actual panel but they had to do it a couple of times in rehearsal. And he's, he just, he did it differently. Like, Oh, well, well that's not a very nice thing to see baby eight. Well, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, just, uh, it was really entertaining. And then uh, that finished and they're getting ready for the next phase. And then we were promptly dismissed. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, cause they were going to run the trailer. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, right. Among other things, they're like, "Okay, we're gonna continue." So you guys don't, um, you guys can go. <laughs> it was uh, polite, but uh, in no uncertain terms, uh, you know, go. get out. Yeah. So, but uh, but we had heard from the uh, actually from the tech crew that they, they, you know, we were not the only ones who were getting kicked out for that. Like, um, they had minimal skeleton crew for the panel rehearsal, and then literally one guy got to stay in the room and hit play for the trailer <laughs> to make sure that it worked. Yeah, sure. No, they, they presented that very well. Do you have anything else yeah. for us? Yeah, we got this poster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course there's a trailer. Uh, and then they, read it, trailer. then they read it twice. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they, they tend to do that. And I, I think it's either for technical <coughs> reasons, but also because you're so into it that either you can miss so many things that first time. So it's great that they do it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and we got we missed the second time because we were out – uh, getting ready to to pass those out so as a it was a really cool if you haven't seen it there's that's actually ray down at the bottom the lightsaber and then we got jedi luke jedi master luke and then uh, we'll see padawan kylo ren kylo ren is a punk bitch uh uh yeah so that was so i i i, I snuck back into the uh digital uh, oh, sorry, behind the scenes stage uh, for that for the last Jedi panel. Uh, I don't feel like we learned anything really. I mean, we got to see the trailer, <laughs> we really but didn't. there was no, and, and even the trailer itself. The first, right, the first uh, Force Awakens trailer had so many new, interesting things to just dissect frame by frame, whereas this was like, yeah, there's an island. We're flying over it, flying around it, looking yeah. at it from distance, looking at it from close up. All right, okay, there's a bookshelf or a tree or something. And then that was good good uh, fl- uh, ships flying, exploding, looking look it looked like That's uh, cool. So we were trying to break down what those were. It looked like a, kind of the, like the front end of a Nebulon B, but I, I think that the, the scale was so much smaller because it looked like little cockpits on the front there. We didn't know what those were. Yeah. Um and then it was over. And the, the only the only real debate that I heard and it's funny because I went to, to to a lab today, and the guys who were working in the lab were arguing this exact same thing. So it must have gone <laughs> up, you know, and and, uh, and and been discussed. 
about whether or not that's Kylo talking, and then Luke takes over for the last line, uh, you know, or it's uh, Luke saying the whole thing. That's interesting, because it is hard to make out mm-hmm. the voice, because it's so gravelly, and we don't know what old Luke sounds like yet, because <laughs> he has a good dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, everyone uh, seems to be confident that he says that last, you know, it's time for the Jedi to end or something, but about yeah. that, there's only one thing I'm sure of, or whatever that, right before that, could be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but that, I mean, it was still a fun panel. It was still interesting to get a little bit more of an idea of what was going on. Um, you know, John Boyega is always fun and, and boisterous. Uh, and um, yes, you have a thought. The previous panel, right? They had all these uh, videotapes of people that were calling in, right? They had uh, uh, Liam Neeson. They had. Oh, yes. Oh, they, 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 uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Hilarious. <laughs> Just pleading for Mace Windu to still be alive so he can come back. That was amazing. That that, I, I, And I'll, I'll go ahead and... Whoa. If you didn't see it, it was hilarious because it's Sam being Sam. And he's he's like, I love it. I, I miss you guys. I wish I could be there. I'm busy as always. But, you know, I, I was glad I got to be in three episodes. But we all know... Jedi can fall from a long height without dying. So I'm still alive, baby. <laughs> Come on. You know you can bring me back. Come on, Kathy. I know you're sitting there. Do what must be done. Get these guys. Come on, guys. And he's like, like rabble-rousing the crowd. And uh, that wrapped up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> after that, everybody's applauding. And there was a whole line of people standing off to the side and I kind of jokingly said, uh, but Sam, you're already in the new movies. You're grand leader Snoke, Supreme leader Snoke. And the fanboy next to me, like had a, he was, he, he visibly shuddered. He's like, Oh, oh no. How, how could you like, oh. <laughs> like the, the possibility was so foreign and, a concept but but it was possible and so he he just like he couldn't wrap his brain around it so uh, with with all of the guests that they had i thought there was one that was obviously missing uh and that was ewan mcgregor yeah for the anniversary well yeah for that panel because i mean specifically because yeah. they brought in liam neeson but uh, did they leave him out because he's got something to do with the next movie and they're holding it out? They didn't want to, <laughs> you know. You know, you're not the only person I have heard begging for for news of a of an Obi Wan movie from Celebration, and I was a little bummed that we actually we got for as much content as there was, there was not a lot of content this weekend, and they kind of got away with it because it was the 40th anniversary, but. Yeah, the the last Jedi panel was cool, but it was low on content. We didn't get any announcements about any new uh, movies coming out. They didn't talk hardly at all about anything past the last Jedi. Nothing about the new Han movie. Um, I'm like, I'm wondering if they're going to try and do another celebration, even though they said see you in 2019. Um, so that that was yeah. You know, skip to the end. Uh, I was wondering if they had announced anything about where where 19 is going to be. Uh, I would assume that there was something, you know, in Europe or Australia or something for 2018, but 
if they're on schedule, they'll come back for 2019. That's when the parks are going to open up. Yeah. Every, every celebration, uh, every year an episode has come out. I have to qualify that now because of Rogue One. Um, every year an episode has come out, that celebration has been domestic. Um, so, uh, so, so we know 2019, that's it's almost certainly going to be in the U.S., um, and they said, see you in 2019. I don't know if that just meant because it's domestic one, they're only referring to that, or if they're just going to skip next year, um, not do an international one. Uh, but they, yeah, they, they made no announcement other than that email that went out to everybody saying, see you in 2019. So it's a bummer. I have to keep waiting. Yeah. I didn't know if I'm going back to Orlando, making the drive up to Anaheim. Because it's got to be one of those two places, right? You'd think so with the mouse, but hey, it's time to record. Yeah, um, yeah you know, I, I would even, uh, somebody mentioned, and I, I kind of shuddered, but upon reflection, it's not a bad idea. I, I wouldn't even object to going back to L.A. now that it's their convention center has been flushed out. Um, we went there for WonderCon a year, a year before last, or con before last, and it was actually not horrible. The shuttle system was a lot better than it was at Celebration 4, so um, that might not be a bad idea, but uh, you know, maybe they'll just bounce back and forth between Disney coasts. Yeah. Well, that was Friday morning. I had our Friday evening race that I had to prep for. I don't think I did really anything Friday. It was, like you said, it's it's kind of a blur. I think I tried, did I try to go to do something? I don't know. <laughs> we had our second race Friday night. It was in previous previous uh, races, it's been a night race. Uh, you know, it starts late, but we had the op- option of using the show floor at uh, seven. O- it doesn't close till seven o'clock, so we started at five. Went from five to seven. Um, and that pretty much spent the rest of my Friday. Uh, was there anything terribly interesting that you did Friday evening? Um, let's see. Friday was Rogue One. Which we talked about. The heroines panel was awesome. Um, oh, Mark Hamill did his tribute to Carrie Fisher. That was Friday night, uh, and we were like, after the end of uh, the 40th anniversary panel, I was like, you know, I I love that he's doing this, but I've been gut punched enough about Carrie Fisher for the weekend. Um, I'm going to watch this at home, <laughs> you know, <laughs> later. So we packed up, and you know, once again. Uh, <sighs> both working and trying to manage a baby all day was, was rough. So, um, turns out our hotel has a lazy river. Uh, nice. and so, um, between eating, you know, we didn't have to worry about stopping for food, which was really nice because we could eat at our stage and then go home and we hit the lazy river and that helped us unwind and calm the baby down and then, uh, went to sleep. So, um, we left that, that was simulcasting on our stage. So uh, it wasn't actually there anyway. And then they did the movies in some bizarre fashion. They had them paired really weirdly. Like they wrote that night was Rogue One. Okay, that was not weird. Rogue One and then A New Hope. That mm-hmm. makes sense. But they had like Empire Strikes Back and The Force Awakens <laughs> the next night. And then uh, like Return of the Jedi and Attack of the Clones or something. I, I don't remember. All right. I, I I suddenly remember uh, Thursday, no, Friday night, 
back to the hotel room. It was pretty late, and I and I opened up my Kindle because I was doing some proofing for a friend of mine who's writing this book. Unfortunately, you know how you get to that point where you can't put the book down anymore? That's where I got. Oh, oh no. But I knew I didn't have anything to do on Saturday. Uh, it was the, the big event in the morning would be the Rebels panel and the season four premiere or whatever. I haven't finished season three yet, so I wasn't too terribly excited to get into that and, you know, watch something. So, um, so like, all right, I'm just going to keep reading, keep, you know, making notes on, you know, punctuation mistakes and things like that. Uh, and then it was two o'clock. So I just crashed. Uh, and I woke up with this terrible migraine again. Uh, oh, no. so I was like, all right, I'm going to just fight through this. And I, I had, I made it out of the room <laughs> and out to go because we had, you know, some last minute things to get ready for the Sunday race that I want to take care of. Uh, I finally made it out there by noon. <laughs> so it was a nice, <laughs> a nice slow, slow day. Uh, I will say that with these, this exhibitor badge, I didn't have to worry about any of the lines that everyone was, you know, complaining about. The first day when I walked over the footbridge and I saw the line go from one side of the convention center to the other and then down and around the corner and out around yeah. down the street, I was like, oh my, something terrible has happened. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be bad because you, again, if you're stuck trying to get through the line, you're not gonna get a wristband. If you don't have a wristband, you can't see the panel, and if you can't see the panel, you're gonna be sad, right? Exactly. <sighs> Whatever. However, the case, uh, I made it out. I managed to avoid all the lines again, uh, and this magical badge let me, you know, bypass all security and everything else. So I was able to just walk past the barriers and get straight to the room. Uh, I finally made it by, like I said, you know, twelve maybe one o'clock or so. Um, and since I didn't have anything to do, I kind of stuffed uh, envelopes for Sunday and I thought, oh, I'm going to walk the con floor. So I wandered around again. Uh, I think that's probably when I made my third or fourth Millennium Falcon. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I did a, a better, you know, zigzag back and forth, everything. So I got to see, uh, you know, just, all the, the the local booths, you know, that set up like a comic store, you know, that just got all weird stuff to sell. Uh, from that all the way to the the, the expensive socks and uh, the, was it was it Nissan that had a booth there? Yes, the Nissan Rogue. Of, of course, for Rogue One. Right, the the Nissan Rogue One. Uh, so that was you know interesting to see. I don't think I stood in line for everything, anything, but there was plenty of just uh, groups of people. You know, the, the, the meetups were going on that day. Um, it was all over the place, uh, so that was entertaining. Uh, then I I looked at the schedule and was like, "Wow, there's a there's a panel coming up, that would be interesting." It's the Disney Parks panel, and you know, kind of annual passes, so we get to see all the construction going on. It'd be interesting to see, you know, hear some things about what's going on there. So I foolishly wandered up there. Hey, there's this panel that's going. On. Yeah, did you have a wristband? No, I don't have a wristband. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. <laughs> Go, go go stand over there. Okay, I'll go stand over there. And <laughs> that, that it was it was just a mob of people. And then all of a sudden they say, "All right, overflow line starts right here." And the mob just just melts like you know butter yeah. and slides around all the things and then reforms up into these nice neat little lines. Uh, and the best part was the first line formed. You know, it was, it was like a bunch of as they call them shoots. It was a bunch of sh- bunch of taped out lines on the ground, and so the first group stands in line between the first set of of tape, right? 
The second group, the next ones, form an S, right, and go to the back and start forming from the back to the front, and the next group forms from the front to the back, and you know, yep. just just make a perfect serpentine thing. You know, we're standing there after about 15 minutes. Uh, the line wranglers come around and say, "No, you guys are facing the wrong way. Turn around." So me, who had gotten to the back of the second line, is now in the front of the second line. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, that's terrible for all the people who are now behind me. <laughs> wow, oh, that's so, that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was. That sounds like the epitome of the line management from this weekend, from what I've heard. And it, it's it's amazing how fast people who are in line for something after they've been told. You're not guaranteed a spot. This is the overflow line. You might not get in. How fast they start mumbling. You know, Disney. Disney knows how to manage lines. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, it turns out that this panel, uh, however many wristbands they gave away, it wasn't a third of the total number of seats in the place. So they, they let a ton of people in, and it's just row after row of people are going in with badges, with, with the wristbands. I'm like, wow. I hope I can get in because... You know, I've been standing here for an hour now, or at least a half an hour. Yeah, it was about an hour. They finally let us in, and I immediately did not feel bad for all the people who were now behind me because there were so many open seats. We yeah. had to just filter in, and I, it was off to the left instead of being nice in the center. But by the time I sat down, it was, you know, a couple of minutes before the panel started, and I got to listen to uh, Anthony Daniels. And, yep. uh, and, uh, and a guy who worked on the original Star Tours, and they were telling stories, and that was fun. Uh, and then, and then Pablo came out with a couple, with a bunch of, uh, Disney people and a bunch of more Disney people, um, project managers and things like that. And they told stories about what, you know, what they're planning to do with the park and the, the land and how it's supposedly more interactive and you get to fly the Falcon around. There's going to be a Falcon, Millennium Falcon ride. Uh, everything's being built simultaneously, both at Disneyland and Disney World, and it's all going to be open, you know, in, in 2000. What did I say? 19? 19. The same time the next celebration, which leads me to believe that there's going to be some tie-in there. Oh, which, yeah. Which can only make me think that it's going to be the most crowded place in the universe. Yeah, like that's the last time I'm going to want to go there. I'm, I'm happy to wait. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, I, the only I, I do have a thought in the back of my head. Do you remember back in, let's call it, Late 1993, early 1994, right? Yeah. The two of us, you and I, went to Disneyland with a bus full of other high school folks. And the park was closed, except to us. Yes. What if they do that? That would be phenomenal. You know, you bring in this badge, right? And then you can, you're, you're, (laughs) this is your eligibility to spend another $100 to get into the park, right? Yeah, you know, uh, if they did that, that would be because that was an overnight thing. It was. that was senior trip. Exactly. So that was like midnight to four or something like that. Or yeah. Um, open the park to just attend- attendees? That wouldn't yeah, be too that would be crushing. Cool. I would even be like, if they, if they split it up, so they let a quarter of the people in Thursday night and a quarter of the people in Friday, or, you know, maybe a third since you just do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And then you'd have even less of a crush. That would be amazing. Cause, cause it's not like that. That's not as many people as you want in the park. Cause that that's probably less, but it's not like you're going to be filling up the park. That's not what's going to happen. Everybody's going to go straight to star Wars land. So you can imagine that many people being in one land. 
it's, you're, you're gonna you're gonna want to split that up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even if it were, you know, let, let's say they expand and they do another ten thousand people, twenty thousand people a night. I you could probably filter through twenty thousand people on, in and, and not everyone who had, well okay let's. Uh, I wonder how that that fifty thousand counts. Does it count people like me who have an exhibitor badge, and all our crew that we got for the for our you know our volunteers, or does it just count paid attendees? Uh, that's a great question. I yeah. don't know. Well, if either, if they if they manage to limit it to just attendees, I would certainly think about going. If they say, hey, by the way, the park's open right now. Anybody who's free to go, man, that's <laughs> going to be standing room only, and it's going to be rough. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be a crush. Uh, however, panel was great. Uh, the they they had uh, an artist who's known for his Lucasfilm work, ILM work. Uh, Doug Chang. That's the guy. Uh, yeah. He had a lot of really great stuff uh, to talk about and stuff to show for you know open air markets and just all kinds of inspirational stuff. And, he's uh, am- he's amazing. I, I the, he did a watch him draw panel last year. Uh, Alaska con and it, while he described like how he came up with stuff it was phenomenal so i can imagine he talking him he, he was talking about the concept art for all the yeah, for all land. The, for the for the land the star wars land yeah that sounds amazing yeah that was that was great so that was a great panel i'm 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 glad i i'm glad i got in with the with the rest <laughs> of the cattle in the uh <laughs> in the overflow lines um that, that was really the only time i stood in line for something that i wanted to see which you know, I cheated a couple times, but it was certainly worthwhile, and uh, I, I, I no complaints because it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you went, and I'm glad I got to hear you talk about it because that was the only panel I really didn't get to see that day in that room because we were that we were not needed after that. There was no big panel the next day to rehearse for, and that was the only time we were really going to have is a chunk of time to go out in costume. And so we were like, let's go put on our costumes and walk around for a couple hours. So uh, that was the only time we got to do that. That's when I wore Pilot Poe. My wife had a pilot, Rebel Pilot dress, and Lara had little uh, little Pilot jumper. So we were a little Rebel Pilot family, uh, and we got to go around in our costumes for that. So that that was fun and nice and relaxing. Um, take some pictures and stuff uh, but i did miss it we did have to miss out on the disney parks panel so um that's cool i'm excited about the falcon right <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty sweet um they, they said oh we're gonna show you a little clip and we're like all right let's see a clip and it was just a bunch of people talking we didn't actually get to see anything other than the uh the the, the artwork they released before it looks like a big jungly thing you know with falcon right. sitting over there so uh oh they did, they did have a little bit of uh, drone footage from the actual construction site that was taken Ooh. for like last week. So that was kind of cool. You could see the shape of what looked like Y-Wings sitting in a big hangar. Like Neat. walk up and play with the Y-Wings kind of a thing. So that was fun. Uh, and like I said, the guy that the, before that, the first half was Anthony Daniels and this Imagineer guy who were just recounting all the old stories about Max and... Or, Rex, sorry, Rex, and yeah. you know all the the old pilot stories, and you know, uh, <laughs> welcome aboard. Yeah, exactly. So that was that was fun. I'm glad I got to see that. Uh, after that, I went out and wandered around some more, and I ran into you guys, um, and yep. uh, wandered around the floor some more, and I looked at my book, and there was another, uh, there was another two things that I was thinking about going to see. One was uh, uh, the, I was asked if I wanted to go to 
the uh, improv show that someone w- that, that James, my cohort in the bounty hunt, was setting up. Whose whose line is it, Alderan? And <laughs> uh, that was my reaction as well. Oh my! I uh, uh, yeah. Instead of that, I decided to go see the. Uh, the there was a panel with a bunch of uh, artists and uh, Pablo again. It's like I was stalking Pablo that day. Uh, <laughs> uh, they were doing all the. Uh, uh, incredible cross sections and the art of books Ooh. as a panel. That was pretty cool. They were talking about the art of uh, uh, the, the, the Force Awakens and the art of and the incredible cross sections of of that and, and and Rogue One. So it was a lot of great big art pieces. You know, expanded. You know, the U wing with all these panels off, and this is where we found the. You know, we used a, a an incom. C sixty five engine for over here, and then does it raise speeder at the Force Awakens on the inside? You can see she stole all these repulsor lifts from an X wing, and it was it was very nice. well put together. It was a lot of great backstory. Uh, big big Maz's castle, you know, with just little rooms everywhere, and talking about yeah, we had all these stories and things that went along with it. So we, we squeezed in as much as we could. You know, this this section over here is where they did this, and this is where you know Ray had a little vision and. It was it was nice 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 to listen to. Uh, I don't think it was it wasn't packed, so I was able to just walk in and find a seat and sit down and and listen to that for for a good hour. That was a lot of fun. Got to say, cool. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw you like you caught up behind us as we were leaving, and you were like, "Hey, you guys, just going to the floor?" And we're like, "Yeah." And I like answered a question to Caitlin, and I turned back to to see if you were, <laughs> and you had like, as <laughs> I was like, oh. All right. So I'm glad you were going somewhere and you didn't like, I was like, I hope we didn't like lose him or shun him or something. <laughs> uh, I think that may have been when I went back and made my YT-2400 or my, my YT-2000. And then, I, and then I went up to that panel. Uh, when that let out, nice, I, that sounds cool. I did wander over to, oh, I chatted with Pablo and, and Kristen for a bit. And then, uh, and then he had to go sign because that's what he was doing. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, uh, I wandered over to the improv room and they actually had a packed house. So I was like, all right, they're having a good time there, and that's not something I want to watch. So I uh, <laughs> I packed it in and called it a day and made it one head back to the hotel. Nice. So that was that was my kind of open day on Saturday, and the next day it was get up early because we've got a kids race to do, and uh, we had everything set up. It was a little bit light. I think we had forty teams or so, but uh, with all the people that signed up. We had got over the 500-person threshold, so that's that was great. We had we had at least 500 wow. people doing our bidding over the course of the con, which you know, 50,000 people, 500, not that great of a ratio. Uh, but the powers that be have let it be known that they enjoyed watching groups of people running around the convention center with packets of paper trying to solve puzzles. So, oh, good. <laughs> that was good to see. Yeah, and there's a t- ton of people coming out to say you know they had a great time and all the kids the we were worried that uh, it, it Sunday is kind of like the easier race. We were worried that some of the teams that you know did pretty well were going to come back on Sunday and just destroy, just but, wreck everyone. <laughs> but the top five teams all had little kids, you know, you know, the twelve or younger running around trying to solve things, and it was perfect. So we gave we blew out all the you know little toy watches and toys and all the other stuff and shirts and last of the books, and uh, that was it. I uh, I packed up and just took a, a lift over to the airport right after. Um, 
I was able to watch some of the closing ceremonies on my phone, uh, but I didn't want to use up any more data than I already had that week because uh, here's the thing. Uh, have you ever used uh, Google Drive? Yeah. Right. So there's a there's a desktop app, right? You can download the desktop app, and yeah. it, it will sync everything for you. Uh, so before, oh. the, before the show, I was like, well, desktop app, that sounds perfect. I'll have copies of everything. So I opened up my laptop. I installed it. I watched it download the spreadsheets. I'm like, perfect. All right, closed up my laptop, got on the plane, flew out there. Uh, Thursday, we set up. I told James, all right, now, you remember when uh, when, uh, when the Lobans, right, to bring this back to Star Trek, uh, <laughs> updated to Windows 10 on Charlie's data plan on accident, right? So, so none of that, James. No updating your Windows uh, I, did, I looked down and my data, uh, I used 10 gigs in about 20 minutes because it was, <laughs> it was syncing every folder, including all my photos and everything else. And it was just gone in an instant. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that wasn't good. Uh, it's all right. I changed plans, got another six gigs or so. Uh, wow. That, that, that was gone in another day. Uh, just because of how much data we were moving around. But, um, yeah. Anyway, I got to see some of the closing ceremonies on the lowest resolution you can you can crank it to on YouTube. <laughs> um, and then it was time to get on the plane, so that was the end of that. Uh, were you, was that your stage? Uh, well, it was all the stages, but it was it was primarily That's the right. celebration stage. That's the main, uh, the, the theater stage, which is not our stage. That was sort of the host stage for it, Warwick Davis uh, running everything. But it did bounce back and forth um, so that so that it could make everybody feel like they were participating. They had, uh, you know, people out in all uh, uh, Q&A mics in our audience. You could, they, they went and got, uh, you know, memories from celebration. You know, what about in the... Uh, celebration stage what would you find what was your favorite moment oh well, let's kick it over to the galaxy stage what was your you know what was your favorite moment and and so on and so uh we had actually uh, not planned to stay uh there was not really anything for us to do we we got every set everything up we got everybody in you know breakdown does not really have anything to do with us and so we we um we actually had to catch our flight so we were going to do that set up say goodbye hit the road jack and then uh, they came around and they told us that hey at x point during the, the ceremonies we're going to bring all the crew up on stage so that you can you know so we can appreciate everybody we're going to you know give everybody a round of applause and and um, have you guys there and you know be for a you know a minute or two and then you can take off and we're like oh, but we kind of have to go that's going to be at the end right I'm like oh, i think it's going to be somewhere in the middle and so we're like, oh, okay, well, we were going to leave right at the beginning, but we'll wait a little while and we'll say hi, bye to these people. And then, okay, well, it's going to be right at the, this is our, our point of no return. And then that, like, right around that time, they were mustering people to go on stage. So we stuck it out. Um, we hung out. We went on stage. We <laughs> were like, we can't not, you know, there's nowhere to leave the baby. So we took her up with us. Um, uh, but it was fine. She was in her little R2D romper, and um, she had essentially been with our stage crew the whole weekend anyway. So um, she was like our little mascot, uh, or one of them anyway. So we went up on stage and we got to wave goodbye, nice. uh, wave appreciation for a few minutes. That was cool. Um, but then we had to jet out the door. So we we kind of caught half of of um, of the ceremonies, and. Uh, we had most of our stuff packed up, but we still had to do some last 
minute packing. Um, so interesting story about timing out. You mentioned taking a lift to the airport and uh, we're like, Oh, that's awesome. We can, we skipped the foot traffic getting over. You could see car traffic starting to build up outside as we booked it over to our hotel, grab our stuff. And as we left the theater, I checked lift from our hotel to the airport to see what the time would be like for someone to show up and to get an estimate. And it was like, you know, three to five minutes. That's awesome. And it was like $25, $35. That's cheaper than a cab. Yeah. Awesome. Got it set up, ready to hit go uh, as soon as we left our hotel room. Well, in the time that it took us to get back to our hotel room, grab our stuff and get ready to go, it had gone up to 115 to 125 uh, $125. What? Yep. Uh, apparently in that 20 to 25 minutes, the ceremonies had ended. People were leaving and trying to get out and everybody was trying to catch a ride away from the, the convention center. So we were like freaking kind of half freaking out. Um, luckily we went downstairs. We'll just have to take a cab and eat it. Oh uh, yeah. We don't have any ready, but we can call one for you. Um, there's like four or five people in front of you. <laughs> at which point we're like, okay, are we going to eat the hundred bucks and, and call a lift? And then as we're thinking about it for like 10 seconds, three cabs pull up and the three people in front of us go. And then another cat, two more cabs, pull up, and we're like, okay, we get a cab. But that was a little last minute panic. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, for some stage time, but which was a lot of fun. And we have some great pictures of it uh, as a memento, but uh, the, the lift thing really threw me. It was like, oh, and that's the, that's the swing. Yeah, the, the downside of the think, crowd sharing. I think mine was ride. twenty-two bucks, and it, when I told the guy, "Yeah, closing ceremonies are at five o'clock," and he said, "I will be back for that." And I said, "Okay, <laughs> go for it." So now I know why. I didn't realize that the, uh, yep. the fares spike up like that. I've never seen that. Yeah, uh, there's been all kinds of stories. I in San, downtown San Diego, and the gas lamp, it can be like hundreds of dollars. On, I'm sorry, uh, downtown San Diego and the gas lamp, New Year's Eve. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was like three, $400 for a ride and people pay it because they need to get out and they don't want to wait for a cab and they're drunk. So they, they're like, ah, screw it. Happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the downside of Lyft. So we managed to squeak out into cab and, and hitch a ride, but that was a, a nice ending after that morning. Uh, it was a nice lazy day for us. Um, the morning was really cool uh, because the, the panel was uh, Rebels, and not Star Wars Rebels, but uh, what they call it, Rebel Reunion. Uh, so it was Biggs, Wedge, Dutch, uh, Nynum, wow. and Admiral Akbar. Wow, awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And it was like, ah, these guys, and you know, Dennis Lawson, who plays Wedge, has never done anything he's never sure, done a con yeah. he's never done a celebration he just doesn't like talk about it and i was like i i get it because he's like he wants to keep his career separate and not get too involved in it but it was it was really cool i was i was afraid of him being a little too standoffish but it was really cool him he had a really touching story about you know getting to meet his his hero his acting idol uh, uh gene kelly because of star wars like he he had made friends with the guy on the crew who turned out to be 
a puppeteer who worked on the Muppet show. And so he was visiting the Muppet show stage and Gene Kelly was guest hosting. He's like, Hey, you should come meet him. It's like, no, 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 I can't do that. It's like, no, you know, come on. It's like, we were in star Wars. And so, and he got a little choked up about it. And so it was, it was nice. You know, that was his star Wars memory door. Uh, but they all had really interesting stories about, um, <laughs> um, Dennis Lawson talking about, he used to play pool with Peter Mehu all the time and, just wreck him because he couldn't bend over to get to the table and uh and dennis lawson or uh biggs meeting alec guinness on the on the tunisia set and being like oh i i actually we've actually worked together before you know and this thing you know long time you know i was the kid prince in richard the third when you were richard the third at this this theater and he's thinking That'll be this great kind of opening icebreaker and they'll start talking about theater and stage and things they've done and have a nice conversation for a few minutes. And Alec Guinness just kind of looks at him over his shoulder and says, that was a long time ago. (laughs) And that was it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So they all had really funny, fun stories about that. Um, Like, Something I I never knew, but uh, you know, Admiral the guy Tim Rose and Mike can't remember his last name, uh, Admiral Akbar and and Nine Num, uh, you know they're multiple characters, but they're also puppeteers. They did a bunch of stuff um, of, uh, on puppeteering movies, but Nine Num is the facial operator for Admiral Akbar. Like all of the the. You know, there's all the servos and everything that make all the facial expressions happen. Okay. And all of that is done by remote control. So he was that for Admiral Akbar, and the, and Tim Rose was that for Nine Num. So the two of them are both characters. Wow. So that's a lot of signatures on one card. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I should have them both signed. <laughs> that's funny. Nice. Um, so that, that was a cool little panel. It was nice and casual. You could kind of walk into it, but it's still pretty packed. And they were all jazzed to have like all these people there, uh, you know, for them. Uh, and it was really interesting. So it was nice, uh, fun, but casual way to, to start the morning. And then, you know, those closing ceremonies to, to wrap things up. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was a really hectic, but fun weekend. Agreed. I think, uh, I was a little paranoid leaving because I had to finish that race and then get into the lift and go to the airport. Yeah. But I had plenty of time. You know, the, the the convention center isn't at that time of day was, you know, a 15, 20 minute ride. It wasn't too packed. And uh, I'm glad I got out before things got super packed. Now, next time, if you have the free time, and I think you did, although I think you might have been gone by then, something that I would not have thought to stop and see, although after Dragon Con, I probably should have, that ended up being a, a ton of fun. Have you ever been to any of the droid races? No. Uh, apparently, there are different kinds, and they have different types of droids doing different races, but we got there for the, uh, I kind of want to call it the demolition mouse droid race. Okay, so that was on the list of things that I should see. <laughs> And, yes, and I was walking around on Messman Saturday, and they were uh, raffling off of the option, the uh, the ability to be a driver of one of the mouse droids because they had like a dozen mouse droids out there and a figure yep. eight track. So you got to actually see the carnage. Yes, it was amazing. Uh, so they start off, they do it 
in a tiered style. At least we we saw the weekend finals. So I guess they had had eight heats over the weekend, and the the first place finisher from every heat had come back for this race, and so it was like the 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 best fu- the best of the best, and they did it in in waves. So they had all eight of them on this figure eight track, so four over here and four over here, and and set up going in counter. So they, they come in at the figure eight at the same time, and then they have to kind of go through each other and come around. And basically you have to make whoever the f- top four that made three laps advanced. And then, so then they took those top four and put two and two, but you weren't out of it. I mean, you were out of winning, but the other four they put in the corners and they had the little LEDs on top, and they changed their LEDs from green to red, and they just got to mess with people. <laughs> nice. Go in and block people and get in their way, and then the top two from that went to the finals, and then they had two racing with six blockers <laughs> for the championship. Brilliant. And it was it was just mayhem. It was hilarious. Uh, and I, yeah, it was fun to watch. And I imagine uh, you, you would have had a great time if you got selected as a driver, uh, just going in and, and wrecking people. <laughs> uh, I did get to see as I was wandering around they the, on, on a different part of the course, or maybe it was just retaped. They had uh, droid versus droid. So it was astromech versus astromech. And you had to race around and get the cone and use your get it between your two of your three legs and get the cone into a spot <laughs> and then back out and then finish the course. And <laughs> so they had all these astromechs lined up and Chopper was wrecking everyone, right? Because I, I, I don't know how it was set up, but he had, whoever was driving Chopper was amazing. And it was, wasn't even a contest. All the, all the R2s and KTs, everything else just was left in the dust. Chopper was just zoop, zoop, zoop right around the corner. He was smaller. He was lighter. Uh, his batteries were still charged. That's all. That's all I know. Uh, he was amazing. That's awesome. I, I was bummed that one other race that I type that I saw was they had a little tiny labyrinth off on one side, and it was scaled to the Sphero BB8s. Wow! So you oh, you're sitting over there driving <laughs> with your phone? Yeah, and you had to you know go through the maze, and I don't know if it was timed or if they had multiples going at once, but. Uh, that looked like it could have been really cool. I, I'm bummed I didn't get to see one of those. Yeah, two of the guys that uh, volunteered with the race came back uh, on must have been Friday night. Said, "Yeah, <laughs> we each bought a Spiro." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently, the the Spiro people let it slip that something else is coming in September or something like that. Ooh. Don't know what it's going to be. I was expecting. Uh, you know what? That must have been. It must have been Thursday night. Because I was expecting there to be some, you know, purple BB seven or something in the in the trailer, but that didn't, <laughs> didn't show up. So, uh, no, maybe we'll... <laughs> not too not too late. Not too late. That was only a teaser. We'll see the real <laughs> the real thing when the real trailer drops. That's All right. right. Uh, with that, that ended my day. I took a I took another lift. I took my third lift uh, to uh, to to my car that was parked uh, at. James's house actually and uh, made my way home by way of another place but uh, that was a pretty good show all around um, I got a couple of buttons for my lanyard I got my uh, my bounty hunt ribbon um, and really I didn't bring that much stuff back which was 
kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> what What else did you bring back? Uh, I didn't get anything huge, but I got a lot. I got I got this shirt. They had the great artist um, uh, do uh, like all these sketch art so for all the characters. I got this. I got Ray. Um, Caitlin got the hair. Uh, there's an awesome her universe shirt that was like, you know, the block letter uh, hero. It's like H E R O. Mm-hmm. Uh, hero grid only. It's instead of the O. It's Hera's head. So it's like Hera. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, and the pins, which are you know, I got the ones I thought. I, Chopper was the one I really wanted of the blind pack. Nice. And I got him. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. We, I, I tried not to get too much. But, uh, the, yeah, the Disney, the, the, the new shirts were really cool. Uh, so I picked up some of those. But that was about it. So not, not too bad. Not as bad as it could have been. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> so many people leaving the convention floor with just huge bags, you know, with this yeah. exclusive plastered all over it. And I'm like, oh, enjoy, man. <sighs> Take yeah. that with you. Right on. All right. Uh, why don't we wrap this up then? We started early so we could finish early, and we've been going for an hour and a half. So let's. Uh... Yeah, otherwise, if we don't stop, we're going <laughs> to do the same thing. All right. Well, uh, that was a great con, uh, and I'm looking forward to resting from it for the next time. Uh, I don't know how much rest I'm going to get this week, though, because we have a 1E tournament on Saturday. First edition, which 1 is, o'clock. Which is going to require a, a, a deal of effort to try to put some cards together. That's not like a regional or anything, right? The 2E regional is this month, 1E regional is not. It is not. Something. I think it's a release event. So, oh, okay, right for Broken Bow. So yeah, be on the lookout cards. for yeah. all those cards. That'll be fun. So that might answer the question of what what to build. So that should be fun. If you're in the area, come on out. I look forward to seeing everybody there. Uh, in the meantime, I am Sir Rogue, and I am Sir Dan, and I will remind you to expand your power in the galaxy far, far away. And uh, I will. Uh... You do, what was that when you, you take your use pile and you put it under your your, your Recy- recycle your use pile? I'll recycle my use pile then. You cannot run, you cannot hide, and you cannot defect. But they are all.